You've picked an especially interesting time to tune in because you've heard many guests on this program talk about how important what you eat is to how well you live. Now, their diets may be different, but they all agree on shifting towards plant-based foods to avoid processed foods to combat inflammation. Yeah, but here's the deal, Bill. Every time someone like that is on, we all nod our heads up and down in agreement, but uh, most of us really don't have a clue as to how we should go about it. All of that, though, could change the moment you pick up a great new book, folks, by one of the biggest leaders out there in the fight for natural and integrative medicine, a true pioneer in the field, Dr. Andrew Weil. He's put together a cookbook along with Sam Fox that can actually help start your transition to truly healthy eating. The book is called True Food, Seasonal sustainable, simple, and pure. All good things. Let's find out more as we welcome Dr. Andrew Weil. Hey, Doc, how are you? I'm good. Hey, you you know, uh, congratulations on the new book. It is a beautiful, beautiful book uh, with a lot of great information in it. And it seems today that one of the most important ingredients in food, unfortunately, is convenience. People don't want to have to think too hard. They don't want to work too hard, or they don't want to shop too hard, do they? I agree, and, uh, you know, most people say they don't have time to cook, um, or they don't know how, or it's too hard. The recipes in this book, a lot of them are very quick and easy, simple. They don't require complicated cooking techniques, uh, and they will produce results that look as good as the photos. Now, you, Sam Fox, and Michael Stemner, you've got a number of true food restaurants across the country. You're coming up, I guess, uh, you know, on double-digit years for having those going. How are they doing now? Uh, they're great. We've got six now. Uh, we opened one in Denver Two months ago, we'll be opening one in Dallas soon, and then we have plans to open others in Boston, Atlanta, Washington, D.C. You know, we, we're going to move fast. Uh, you know, and it's, it's a cool thing, Doc, that you're an M.D., uh, uh, and you're, you're actually trying to serve the kind of food that you recommend people eat. Uh, you know, why is there this disconnect? Because it seems like there is more stuff in the media channels these days, on TV, on radio like this, yeah. in your book, telling people how they should eat. But yet, the, uh, you know, we're exploding with this obesity epidemic. The biggest challenge that I've faced is trying to convince people that food that's delicious and food that's good for you can be one and the same. Most people think that eating healthy means giving up everything you like, and that's absolutely not true. Um, this, these recipes are based on my anti-inflammatory diet, which is a variation of the Mediterranean diet. It's very satisfying. Uh, people eat in our restaurants four times, five times a week because they like it so much and feel so good after. And the first step is really getting away from refined, processed, and manufactured food. Yeah, is intimidation part of it too, though? I mean, it, yeah, it's it's tough enough just to figure out, you know, five or seven meals to prepare a week for your family. Now you're you're buying ingredients that you didn't grow up with, that, that you're not really used to, and that seem to be pretty expensive. But you know, it's it is not complicated, and uh, we also, you know, we de-emphasize meat, and once you do that, you're saving a lot of money. Um, you know, a lot of the ingredients that we use, whole grains, beans, are really cheap. Uh, you eat things that are in season when prices are usually lower. Um, so there are ways of doing this to make it affordable, quick, easy. Uh, you know, Doc, I've always wondered about this. You just mentioned uh, the refined, the processed, and the manufactured foods. I- is there some truth or a great deal of truth uh, to, to the fact that, that th- there is something addictive about those uh, so that we are going to feel bad when we stop eating them at first, but ultimately, eventually, we will get to the state that you've mentioned? You know, I would say I think that the, the people behind this food have invested a lot of time, money, and energy into figuring out uh, 
combinations of tastes and textures that appeal to basic things that are hardwired into us, that basic crunch, fat, salt. You know, because whenever you plunk this stuff down in any country, even if there's great, terrific local food available, people go for, go for it and then start eating it. I think once you taste real food, however, your taste for that develops very quickly. You know, some people listening right off the bat might say, well, forget it. I can't give up my red meat, so I'm not going to buy Dr. Weil's book. But yet you use red meat. In fact, bison uh, you, you kind of like. We do. And I think one of the things that's made our restaurants work so well is that there's something there for everyone. We have vegetarian dishes, vegan dishes. We have dishes with meat. We have a lot of fish dishes, poultry, um, gluten-free dishes. So mixed groups can go in and everyone can get something they like. You know, there's a lot of great, interesting, exotic spices out there as well, and, and, and you like to rely on those in some of your recipes, don't you? I do. For instance, uh, ginger and turmeric are two of the most potent natural anti-inflammatory agents known. And uh, so you'll find turmeric in a number of our recipes. That's the yellow spice that makes curry powder yellow and American mustard yellow. Uh, we don't have much um, familiarity with that in our culture, so we want to show people how to use it more. And of the recipes in the book, if you could recommend one to uh, kind of entice us to want more, wh- which is your favorite? Well, there's a curried cauliflower soup that is really quick and easy to make. It happens to be vegan. It uses cashew milk in it. It's rich. It's, you can eat it hot or cold. It's just terrific. There's also a raw kale salad, which is one of our signature dishes. You won't believe how good it is. And it's, uh, you know, it's a recipe from Italy. The kale sits for... 10 or 15 minutes in a dressing with lemon juice, olive oil, and salt, which takes the bitterness out of the kale and softens it. It's just wonderful. Yeah, the book, folks, is a whole lot of fun. It's called True Food. It's uh, written by Dr. Andrew Weil, who is our guest today. Uh, and, Doc, as much fun as the book is, you know, there, there's some really underlying important stuff in this. And, and you touched earlier in the interview on one of those, and that's chronic inflammation. We hear so much about that these days. What is that, and, and what are the long-term, uh, uh, you know, health problems with that? We all know inflammation on the surface of the body. It's local redness, heat, swelling, and pain. And actually, that's the cornerstone of the body's healing response. It's how we get more nourishment and immune activity to an area that needs it. But inflammation is so powerful and so potentially destructive that it's very important that it stays where it's supposed to stay and end when it's supposed to end. If it doesn't, if it serves no purpose, it becomes productive of disease. And chronic, low-level, imperceptible inflammation throughout the body is the root cause of all of the serious chronic diseases that do us in prematurely, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's disease, even cancer. So doing anything you can to keep inflammation in check is your best shot at optimum health and longevity. The mainstream North American diet is strongly pro-inflammatory. It gives us the wrong kinds of fats, the wrong kinds of carbs, not enough of the protective elements that are mostly in fruits, vegetables, herbs, and spices. So the point of this way of eating is to contain inappropriate inflammation. And it happens to be a way of eating that also can be extremely satisfying and pleasurable. Quick follow-up on that. Where where does sugar fall into all of this? I mean, there are people that are saying sugar is the root cause of of many cancers. Uh, Is that true? And what kind of sweet... I'm afraid the new research on sugar is very disturbing. And it, it, it really looks as if what we should be doing is trying to reduce overall consumption of sugar. Uh, I'd say the best place to start is with sweetened beverages. If we could cut out sweet liquids and make them disappear, that would be an enormous advance.
You know, when you first came into the public eye, Doc, you know, you were one of the lone voices that, that was shouting all this, and everyone's kind of looking at you with a crooked eye. Now the rest, the rest of us have kind of caught up to you. Uh, where do you want to take us from here? What's the next step? Well, I think we're in uh, serious nutritional trouble in our country. You know, the obesity epidemic, especially in kids, and the type 2 diabetes epidemic that, that's following it. This is, these are big flashing red lights. We've got to change our ways. And a big problem is that we've made the unhealthiest food cheapest and most available, and people eat what's cheap and what's available. So we really have to, we have to work at all levels to uh, teach people the basic principles of healthy eating, uh, to get people away from refined, processed, and manufactured food, and to make uh, high-quality, real food more available and more affordable. Now, folks, you know why he's considered America's guru of natural health, looking to help us all extend the quality of our lives by thinking about what we eat. Check out the new cookbook, True Food, Seasonal, Sustainable, Simple, and Pure. Great talk with the always interesting Dr. Andrew Wild.